With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, although we weren't writing songs, we were writing, you know, uh, what would eventually become this book. And, and, and so the book, we started writing it in the winter of 2019, um, right around the time when Event 201 um, was happening, which is still on YouTube for those of you that are that are interested, which is where the powers that shouldn't be all gathered on October of 2019 and laid out exactly what they were going to do. Um, lo and behold, four months later, uh, they started actually doing it. And so we were writing this book during all of that. And so we, uh, the, the, the book, the book was originally written as a, a handbook for those, those, I think everybody, regardless of what team you might find yourself on or whatever ideology you might, um, subscribe to. I think all of us know that something is not right. Like this is not the way that we should be living. You know, I mean, just simple things like why, why, like, why are we, why is there a payment gateway in between humans and water? I mean, it literally falls from the sky and springs from the ground. Why is there a payment gateway in between that? You know, why, why, in fact, why is there a payment gateway between humans and everything that humans need? You know, and, and, we're not taught from birth how to find water, find food, build shelter. We're not taught to do any of that stuff. And we we fancy ourselves as so progressive and advanced. But um, we, unless I'm missing something, we're the only species that I'm aware of that puts payment gateways up and, 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 and has centralized power the way that humans have, have done it. I mean, birds somehow freaking manage to get it done and fish do and deer and you know, trees and every all, all other forms of life somehow manage to thrive and survive. Um, and, and really, a lot of their only threats are from humans. Right. Yeah. Up, <laughs> up their shit. But like what? So, so the, our entire human condition is is kind of based on slavery. You know, I mean, we are all slaves to some sort of corporate commercial setup. And I guess it would be okay if 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 we had the ability to consent to these things from the get-go, but a lot of these things are just baked into our life, you know, I mean, literally from birth. I mean, the, what's, the, what's the first three things that happen to most babies when they're born? They're, they're shot full of poisons, they're mutilated, and then there's a certificate created that represents them. I mean, they're literally turned into a... I mean, a certificate is a commercial instrument. They're literally turned into a commercial commodity at birth. So, I mean, we, we don't even have like the chance, we, we don't have a fighting chance to kind of get on a, on a sovereign, fair, natural playing field. I mean, right from the get-go, we are, we are you know, cert- certified, monetized, commercialized, and thrown out there in, in, into the game. And um, so... Jeremy and I just wanted to put together a, a, a handbooks or a field guide, okay. if you will, of, of just, man, for, for, for anybody that is kind of 
I don't know, their eyes are opening and, and, and they're just feeling like, man, something isn't right. You know, this, this, this is just not the way that life should, should feel. The book does, uh, does what I think is a really good job of um, posing some questions and, and, and taking a look at some, some, some big subjects like, you know, distraction. I mean, just the, the distraction is a huge tool that is used by corporations all the time, you know, and, and, and but most people don't think of distraction as a tool, you know, and, and, and so so the book just walks through a lot of okay. these concepts and, and, and um, hopefully it's filled filled full of memes and a lot of a lot of music lyrics and and, and, and just it's, it's, it should be a pretty fun, easy to consume read. But at the end of it, um, the hope is, is that you put that book down and go, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm not crazy. Um, there's a bunch of other people out there that are feeling these same things. And and, um, and more than anything else, I really hope it inspires people to, to deploy, I think, one of the biggest weapons we got in our arsenal, and that's just the simple ability to say no. Because there's so many of us out there that are afraid to say no or afraid to afraid to take a stance that might go, I mean, might go against the, whatever the, the, the narrative of the moment is, you know, I mean, we, we, I think, a, I think a lot of people think that peer pressure stopped, you know, at the, the, the playground. Yeah. In school. Yeah. I see a lot of grown adults that are, that are behaving um, in strange ways because of peer pressure, you know, like, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's commonplace to, to have someone go, you know, I was thinking that, but I'd never say that in public. Right. Yeah. You hear that a lot these days. Why? Yeah. Why, 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 why would anyone be afraid to say anything as long as you're saying it with, with respect and, 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 and with, you, you know, yeah, I think we were talking before, before the show, it's like, I, you know, I, as, as, a, as an agorist, um, which is really just a subset of, of, of anarchy, um, you know, there's, there's really one, well, there's two rules to, 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 to being an anarchist. It's, you know, no masters, no slaves, and then the non-aggression principle. Yep, you know, yeah, the nap. Those, those are the two things. And a lot of, you know, if you, if you listen to Fox News or CNN, they'll tell you that anarchists are, you know, it's chaos. And it's right. like, oh, no, no one ever said nothing about no rules. We said no rulers. Right. That that's a big myth about uh, anar anarchism that I kind of fell for uh, up to a few years ago, where you're under the impression anarchy is what it sounds like, just mayhem. But really, it, the definition of it is it's just something without a leader. I, I and and everything should be based on consent. There's nothing wrong with a leader if you want to start up. Um, you know, a town or an area or whatever, and I have the opportunity to choose to follow you or, or to listen to you or follow your lead or listen to your, your, you know, your rules and abide by your rules. You know, if I consent to it, that's, that's perfectly fine. And if I want to leave, I'll leave, you know, I mean, so, so just things being really agorism um, is just a consent based lifestyle. Uh, cons uh, you know, consent-based dynamic of, of, of living life where, where you, you know, you don't do anything unless it's consensual. Yeah. I mean, we, and there's a lot of obviously laws and regulations based on that, but yet we seem to get away from that when it comes to, you know, certain things in society. And it, it's, it, it's really a head scratcher these days, you know, why, why people just have this like sheep mentality, like, you know, with, you know, COVID would obviously be a great example of it because, 
you know, it went from people like I remember, I'll never forget this. It was probably two weeks into the shutdown. And I think this is when Andrew Cuomo was starting to become like the star of the media. And I was at, I was managing a restaurant at the time. And I remember I was talking to this lady and I was in this uh, suburb up in Orlando. Uh, and I just assumed everyone up there was a Democrat. So I was going to use the opportunity to kind of crap on Cuomo. And then when I did, and I, I mean, for me, like, I didn't care how this lady was going to react. I was just going to deal with it. And surprisingly, she ended up agreeing with me. And Anyway, my point was is we I remember telling her like, you know, didn't we learn anything from 9/11 when we let the government like, you know, was the the Patriot Act? And I'm like, here we are 2 weeks later, we're like, yeah, yeah, make us wear masks, shut everything down. Like what bad can happen from this? And it's like nobody learned anything 20 years later, you know? It's it's it the 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 way the masses collectively think is just I I can't wrap my head around it sometimes. And it was interesting um to 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 I mean, what a, you know, what a psyop on such grand scale and to, and to be able to watch it firsthand. I mean, I, you know, I don't say this with arrogance. I'm just being honest. Um, I, none of that really affected me or, or, or my family or quite frankly, a lot of the people that, that, that I, I am around. I, I never, never put on a mask. I've certainly never been tested and, and damn sure don't, don't put um, unknown corporate chemical concoctions into my body um, in any way, shape, or form. I don't drink them. I don't ingest them in any way. I don't shoot them into my veins. Uh, none of that stuff. Um, I try to live a healthy life. And I think rule number one of trying to live a healthy life is, is you, you do things as naturally as possible. And so um, I, I, and I, you know, I, again, I didn't, all of this pandemic shutdown stuff, it really didn't affect me. I just smiled and said, no, thank you, quite often. And I never, I don't really have any horror stories. I never had anybody really get in my face about anything or, you know, because I wasn't out there looking for confrontation. Right. It's just, yeah. Every once in a while, somebody would say, you know, will you please put on a mask? And I would just go, no, thank you. You know, I had one, one person one time, you know, you know, question me as to why I didn't want to. And I was like, because it's, it's, it's really unhealthy. My wife suffers from a, you know, a, what is likely a lifelong immune deficiency scenario. So we take the, you know, the immune system serious, real seriously. We're not playing games. This isn't a Fox news, CNN game that, you know, a lot of other people were playing at the time. This is, you know, your, your mouth is one of the body's exhaust systems. And so, you know, you are constantly, you know, detoxing through your, through your breath and to, and to sit there and to put something, I mean, it, it, you, you aren't, that's, it's, it's a really unhealthy practice. You know, it might make sense if you are, you know, doing some really, 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 um, uh, precise work, like say, like if you are building like circuit boards or something and you don't want to dribble, you know, or get spit or yeah. something into your work, or if you're, you know, say, say you're a surgeon or whatever, and you don't want to get, it might make sense to, 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 so that you're, you're not in, in putting foreign objects into someplace that it does that they don't belong. But um, I don't know that, you know, I don't know that there was ever an arg a good argument made as to why masks um, should, should ever have been worn but it was a, it was, it, it's a, the masking of, the masking of people is not nothing new. I mean, it's nothing new at all. I, I mean, the, the military has been doing it with, with detainees for years. I mean, there's old, old, you know, 
photos of, of, of prisoners of war being masked that go back to the you know 40s and stuff like that. So mass masking is a it is a humiliating sign of compliance and submission. Yeah, and, I, and we, I oh go ahead, go ahead. No, and I was just going to say, and it was it was interesting to I think one of the silver linings for people like myself in all of that was it was uh, it was interesting to watch those that were compliant and corporate slaves identify themselves so visually. I mean, it's uh, at least you could you could walk down the street and go, okay, well, there's one. Oh, there's another one. You know, and you just you know it was. You, you know, it was it was it was an interesting visual dynamic that that hadn't existed uh, in our pop culture before, and you know now it does. Yeah, and what's it, like with the Ukraine thing too? There was there's kind of a, a parallel there because you had a lot of these same people that were you know on the pro mass pro CDC, like all of a sudden they're they're pro war. It's just like wait, what is going on here? <laughs> you know, like. That it, and the way the media deals with it too, with with how they present it, like like with COVID, they had you know the the, the death counter, you know what I mean? It was just this this fear mongering way of selling a story, so to speak, to sell ads on top of that. And it's the same thing with this Ukraine thing. I mean, it doesn't seem as much as it was, you know, like nine months ago, because we're Americans, we kind of just move on with our lives when it comes to this kind of these these kind of things. But well, that was kind of what there, there is such a thing as a 90 day news cycle. Yes. And, and, yeah. And you, I, if you notice, you know, mo, mo, most of these, you know, the, the things that like some people change, you know, they, they, they change their social media, little frame profile, you know, to whatever the flavor of the, you know, the social posturing of the moment might be, you know, it's like those things usually last about 90 days and it's, <laughs> and it's by design. I mean, there's, you know, I know people who, who, who are writers who, who write copy and um, and most people in mainstream media are working on 90 day life cycles of, of stories and narratives. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's because it, what I think a lot of people tend to forget is, you know, print TV, like they're a business. They're there to make money. You know what I mean? And, and I think we were talking about this kind of last time, too, is it's kind of turned from a, you know, a public service into infotainment you know like yeah, when i watch I'm fox sure. news msc and any of those like it's it's they're telling you the news but they're trying to entertain you at the same time and it's like well what is this this isn't doing it's anything literally it's literally referred to as programming yeah <laughs> do you ever think about that i, I mean it's it, they're flat out calling it programming and i just think that we've grown up with that word, and I think we think it means something different than what it really means. I mean, it is programming. I mean, you will you will see people that will vi like very vocally. I may see people on social media all the time going, "I need a new program. I need to. I need. I need something new to watch." Something to watch. Yeah, the like, show hole. People people are begging to be programmed. They are begging for programming and. Not everybody, but there's enough people out there that are begging to be programmed that these these media conglomerates know that. And so if there's an agenda that that is going to be pushed, whether it's for profit, whether it's to condition people to ready them for another, you know, 
theater of war scenario or, or, or whatever, that, that, then, you know, you'll, you'll see, you know, you'll see a lot of war movies. Perfect example is look at all the UFO stuff of, 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 re, of, of late. You know, gee, I wonder if they're teeing up for a UFO event. Hmm. I bet you maybe by the end of 2023, I bet you there's going to be a really scary UFO event that's going to freak a lot of people out. And, oh, my gosh, we're going to make contact. And, you know, I mean, it's you could after a while watching these patterns, you kind of get out. Time yeah. Time again, it's, it's like, again, mark my word, there will be a UFO event before 2023 is over. I mean, it's it's they 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 they're priming it. They, you know, they even got the military involved, and you know, releasing documents. And oh my gosh, you're saying you can't look at news aggregation sites like the Drudge Report or whatever without seeing a, at least a UFO or asteroid or some sort of space thing. You know, at least one and uh, every day. One of the things we have learned too is a lot of this information is leaking out of these. You know. The, out of the, the classified documents are leaking out of the government and it's it, it doesn't serve any purpose other than to serve that person's narrative of who's leaking you know like um another thing i used to see in uh when i used to watch a lot of sports media was that when stories would leak you know uh between like a uh, a sports club or uh, a player generally you have to ask yourself well who benefits from this leak and then when you answer that question that's who probably leaked it and it's the same with cable news like like when trump got a, the inauguration of trump was like the oddest day for me because a trump was becoming president so yeah, that was obvious you know but the other thing was all of a sudden the government beca uh, the government became a leaky faucet you know in the 8 years prior there weren't like random stories leaking out of the Department of Justice, the CIA, the FBI, and all of a sudden this guy's going into power and people can't stop like leaking to the media. And it's because they're trying to serve their own narrative. Like I think they took Mike Flynn down that way by just leaking because he was on a phone call with um, uh, it was I think it was the Russians counterpart to him. And, you know, this is an incoming administration going into the government. And, uh, you know, whoever unmasked him, you know, because I think he was on the transcript as American number one, but then someone who had access to who it was leaked it out. I mean, that ended up doing him in. He ended up losing. I mean, I'm trying to defend Michael Flynn. I'm just saying this is the the, the deep state in real time. You know what I mean? The, the, the art of the leak is just a marketing ploy. It's just a tool. I mean, the, the music industry has been leaking things since as long as there's been a music industry, the, the, the movie industry leaks things, you know, whenever you want to, whenever the objective is, is to, to stir up interest or laser focus some interest, there'll, there'll be a leak. I mean, I mean, look at like, not so much any, really the, with the music industry, the, the whole you know, digitization of music um, have made leaks so much easier now that like we almost, don't even care when things are leaked because, you know, once somebody gets a file and it's out there to the world, then everybody has it. So leaks aren't as intense as they used to be. But I mean, yeah, it's true. it used to be, you know, you, you, you know, when these massive. Oh, oh, John, did I lose you? Well, now we're going to pause really quick. Uh, you know, oh the public 30 days early or whatever and it's like well it's, it's that's like the, the that's classic marketing you're you're creating interest in that in that product and and it's just gonna bring laser focus to it so and it 
you know, they, 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 they do it with, they do it with news. They do it with, they do it with products. They do it with every, do it with everything. I mean, let's not forget that what we call government is you, you use the term infotainment. It's just, it's the same as Hollywood. It's Hollywood for ugly people. You know? Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> politics is just Hollywood for ugly people. That's, you know, I mean, it's been, that's been said a, a you know, bunch it, of different ways as well. It's but funny it's, you it's say true. that actually, because I, this was, so the, a story came out months ago, many, many months, probably a year ago, and it was about um, Pete Buttigieg, the Department of Transportation uh, secretary, how his husband would be at the gym and would get approached by these like, what, you know, like, you know, okay, I'll look, look at it this way. Like in Hollywood, you have these guys that are, they're always trying to worm their way into some power broker's office or, or get the approval so they can have the clout, so on and so forth. In Washington, it also works that same way where, so this guy, I think his name was like Chaz or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they're called lobbyists. Yes. I don't know if this, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what this guy was trying to do, but he was basically trying to worm his way into Pete by getting to the husband through the gym. And I don't remember. That's what that story was about, you know, from the macro perspective. But it made me think because, you know, growing up, you would, you know, I used to watch that show Entourage, and that's kind of what Entourage is, you know, it's an aspect of it is about. And I just started seeing that parallel between Washington and in Hollywood, how you just have these people that are power brokers, um, because they, you know, obviously, if you're a, an agent like Ari Gold, you're gonna have a lot of power in Hollywood. If you're the department, uh, you're the transportation secretary, you're gonna have a lot of power in Washington, you know, pertaining to for whatever reason. I don't want to act like I know, but that's very interesting that parallel yeah. there. As your as as your friend, I, I need I need to warn you. You need to be careful about um, when you're talking about Pete Buttigieg, his husband, and using the phrase "worming your way in." <laughs> <laughs> You put those three things together, and you might find yourself uh -oh. canceled. Uh oh, yeah, I better, I better watch watch what I'm saying here. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's it's very snake joke here. <laughs> we do, we, we do a little dirty humor snake. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's that 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 weird that that marriage of you know just or the parallel, I guess, is what I, I I meant to say. It, it's it's just weird, you know, like how these. I don't know. I, I, I really just, it's just odd to me, you know, yeah. I, I, I have, um, you know, with all of the, I, we, we, it's, it, we have a little bit of a lull now because we do the, you know, we do our, um, you know, we, we, we play everyone's favorite game show, America's next top president every four years. <laughs> yeah, four, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and so we, we have a little bit before that starts, but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm curious, and and I know you know you you were kind enough to share with me kind of where you stand on things, and and I appreciate that, and 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 I let, let me just let me ask you something, and sure. maybe I'm asking this to 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 everybody who who is um you know uh, I know there are really good good people. I would count your, yourself as one of those who who like you really want to be. In, involved and, and you want to you want to stay up on things and you want to make a change and you want to see things you know change for the better and and, and a lot of this nonsense stop and all that um, but what, when I'm talking specifically about the the District of Columbia you know I jokingly call it the Church of the red and blue when, when I'm talking about that that apparatus you know the Republicans and the Democrats um, as long as I've been alive, and I've seen a lot of, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 57 years old. I graduated high school in 83. 
Um, I've seen a lot of um, a, a lot of political brands come and go. But one thing, and this is this my this is my question: Can you? And I'm not asking. I'm not being. A, I'm not trying to be a douche and ask. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Happy, <laughs> but I'm, I'm honestly asking: Can you cite any examples of? Whether it's the Republicans doing it or the Democrats doing it, can you uh, can you cite any examples of them making uh, like have they made us healthier? You know, um, are things less expensive? Are schools more efficient? Do uh, you know are we less busy or distracted? Uh, is it easier to learn uh, earn a living? You know, are we are we more self sufficient? in any way at all, like is, is shelter, water, food, cost of living. I mean, are there, have there been any, you know, I asked earlier, are there any examples of like any administration spending less than the one before it or actually scaling down the size of operations in a, I mean, in, in a meaningful way? I'm not talking about, you know, an administration go, well, we closed this department or whatever. No, I'm talking about it was this size when you came in the whole thing, and it's this size when you left. You know, like it all went down. Are there any examples of, of red and blue doing anything that has, have we progressed, has there been any progress in any way, shape, or form in any of those things that you can, that you can think of? No, I mean, it, it, I, what seems to be the problem when it comes to all that is that Congress has decided that they don't want to be held accountable for any decisions that they make. And I think that is kind of shown they're, in these huge omnibus bills. Yeah. Well, they're I mean, they, they don't vote single issue anymore. So that way no one can be held accountable because they're all scared of campaign ads. They, the Congress, they have these elections they have to do every two years. And, that, you know, maybe I don't want to say either way because, I mean, it's, it's good because you can hold them accountable every election cycle, but it's bad because they're too distracted trying to get reelected to do their job, you know. And it looks like what Congress has done is abdicated the responsibility and kicked that over to the executive branch in, in, with the whole purpose of, hey, we're just going to hide behind these, um, these, these large voting bills, you know, and just let all that fall on the president. And then they can just – Congress becomes talking heads in between all that. Like, like, what is yeah. Congress? All I do is see them on MSNBC, Fox News, CNN talking. Like, they're just taxpayer-funded talking heads. They're, they're. It's almost like they're religious pastors or something. Yes. Like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then they yeah, go or, 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 yeah. or whatever. But, but like, they're never, they're never, ever, ever going to be held accountable for anything. And here's why: because they are a commercial entity. It's just like, like. You and I can't change Walmart. Walmart is a commercial entity. The only, the only people, the only individuals who can actually change Walmart are the people who own Walmart and, and who, you know, operate Walmart. The customers aren't, you know, the, the, customer, the best thing the customers could do is just not, if they want, really want to change, just stop going to Walmart and Walmart would stop existing because all Corporate commercial entities exist for one reason and one reason only, and that is to profit. They have to keep profiting in order to stay alive and live to fight another day, month, year, whatever. And so we aren't dealing with government. We're dealing with commercial corporate entities. It is it is not the United States of America. It's the United States of America Incorporated. Yeah, it's so, I, so I say that to the, the corporate states of America. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. So why do we why do we need 
why do we need them? We don't need to be nobody. I mean, I know some people like to be controlled and some people find comfort in having things done for them. But as a people, we don't need corporate entities lording over us, telling us how to live our lives. We don't. What we need is actual infrastructure that is consent based. If you want to live, if you and I want to set up a town and, 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 and we say, hey, these are the rules. And if you want to live here, these are the rule. These are the rules. And and why do I get to make the rules? Because this is my land. You know, I, I, I you know, I, I, I own or control this land. And so I get to make the rules. Now, if you like my rules, you can come live here. If you don't like my rules, you don't. You go live in the the next town that might suit you better. I mean, that's that's how. That is how most living organisms organize. They they it's it's. It's a natural way to organize. It is completely unnatural to have commercial entities ruling over human beings. We don't need to be ruled over by commercial entities. And so I, I just, I don't understand why every four years people expect, a, especially anybody that's over, if you're over 30 years old, you've lived long enough to see this pattern play out more, more than once, it is it is never going to get any it's it's only going to get more expensive we're only going to get sicker things are are it's going to are going to become less efficient we're gonna, it's going to be harder to earn a living we're going to have less shelter less water less food it's you know what i mean like it's it's never none of that stuff has has progressed in any way shape or form and it's not going to as long as people feel the need to be dependent on commercial entities lording over them what like like we should be trying to be self-sufficient and self-organizing yeah and there's i've seen stories too where people try to go like live off the grid so to speak and then they get in trouble with the government you know like the electric company is like hey i can't monetize that dude go get him you know i mean not really but i'm sure on some form of level i mean i've heard of a variation of that there are there are places where you know the government actually has the audacity to tell people they can't collect rainwater. Yeah, you know? I've heard of that too. Yes. Yeah, and 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 I, and I mean, I would, um, I would, I would love to. I I, I live in Middle Tennessee. Okay. okay. So I would love to see a commercial entity that calls itself government try to tell real people that they can't collect water or they can't have chickens or they can't have firearms or what you, you would if you came to middle tennessee and told tried to tell people they couldn't watch college football you, you want <laughs> <They're> rights <laughs> you want to talk about what fox news and cnn describes as anarchy you'd see right. <laughs> you would see some freaking anarchy like in the worst way you know, and, and, and so like there is the, there's just this baked in perception that far too many people have that authority. I mean, authority is completely proclaimed like uh, it blows my mind, dude. I don't know if you if you thought about this, but, you know, recently, you know, Queen Elizabeth, lizard beast died <laughs> and, uh, or whatever. And, and you know, who, who knows what the real story there was, but like. In today's playing field, where you can literally get in trouble for not using the right gender pronouns, the monarchy 
you've, you're talking about a bloodline that is self-admittedly, first of all, they're inbred. They're, they're inbred. <laughs> yeah. they're inbred. They're not even British. They're German. They changed their name in 1917 from the House of Saxagatha. That's right. Yes. They had, because they had the whole Nazi thing going on. So that's, that's why they changed it. Yeah. They're like, uh, House of Windsor now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you've got inbred Nazis who claim that their bloodline is self-ordained by God to rule over everyone to the point where they call everyone their subjects. Yeah. How in the hell is that not, how is that getting by all the Karens out there that, that, or all the people that get their panties in a wad because somebody used the wrong pronoun or, you know, didn't wear a pride Jersey or whatever during the national anthem. Like you've literally got like, if, if, Anybody stood up and said, my bloodline is ordained by God to rule over all of you. Like, does that sit well with anybody? But but you, you saw like when, you know, the queen died, everyone's like, oh, I'm so sad. She was such a good woman. I mean, are you kidding? These are these are these are psychopaths. It is psychopathic to look any another person in the eye and say, dude, my bloodline was ordained by God to rule over you. Did you see, uh, like, what her estate was worth? Also, like, it was, un- it was like something. Like, I, I wish I could remember this off the top of my head. Maybe I'm tempted to look this up now. Um, but it was something like forty billion dollars or so. Like, she had billions just in horses. Let's see if I can get this number really quick. Um, and the crown estate, nineteen and a half billion dollars. The Buckingham Palace is so. Here we go. The monarchy holds nearly 28 billion in real estate assets as of 2021, which cannot be sold. But that's that's crazy. And all that's the land the castles sit on. Like like just think of it. I mean that and, and nobody says anything about that. But Elon Musk bought Twitter, and we must raise hell. You know that sounds that sounds like white privilege to me. Yeah, a, a little bit. <laughs> you know, it's like what. But but again, you know, there are people that would lose their mind if, you know, so, like I said, when someone doesn't wear a pride jersey during the national anthem or whatever the most recent nonsense the was. The guy didn't go out for uh, warm-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, but, but that's okay, you know. Inbred Nazi bloodlines proclaimed by God to rule over everybody, that's, that's totally okay. Like, we're, we're going we're gonna to let that one skate. And not cancel that shit, but we're gonna we're gonna get mad at some guy who doesn't want to wear a, a pride jersey. Yeah, everyone's priorities are just so out of whack these days. You know, like, I mean, you're I even we're watching it in real time with the White House. Like, they're, they they refuse to acknowledge this uh, the the classified document scandal, and it's it, it's really odd to watch. Like, hey, how come John Kirby said this about Biden? Talk to the White House Counsel's Office. It's like, okay, you're just in denial, or you're bad at your job, whichever. Yeah. Or there's really good script writers in the background keeping that narrative interesting so that everyone will tune in to the cable news um, nipple of their choice and, 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 and take, a, take a big old suck for the day. Yeah, well, I mean, there's something to that because that top story hasn't changed, and it's going almost on like two weeks now, almost, maybe three at this point. And it's like, What? You know, like, it obviously like, sells because they keep using it. You know, like 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 any here's here, here's here's another prediction. Like any good storyline, you know, you, you, I mean, some stories are well written, some stories are not. But like any good storyline, you know, you got to have plot twists and ups and downs, and characters need to be sometimes characters need to be retired. And and my guess is that the, 
<laughs> try to be sarcastically pompous. And, <laughs> my guess, my guess is that, um, that we are, um, that that narrative is going to play out that um, all of the real, for, for those playing along with that story, I, I will oblige, uh, I, will, I, I, will, I will oblige and, and go, um, the, the main character, um, Brandon, needs to, be, um, needs to be removed uh, and there needs to be a new character inserted. And um, the way that that character swap is going to go is they're going to blame it on this, uh, the, this document thing. That, that's going to be how the storyline plays out because it, it, it can't go... It can't get uglier. I mean, you know, again, if you're following the storyline, there's all sorts of reasons why you would want to take Brandon down. But, um, but, but it's it's gonna it's they're gonna they're gonna play it out in the most um, milk toast um, soft way possible, and and, and and it's gonna be the this whole document thing, because and and it'll it'll be it'll be it'll be the Monica Lewinsky dress scandal all it'll be like oh everybody does it you know it's like oh everybody gets blowjobs you know that wasn't said everybody has everybody's got documents in well, their house <laughs> what's funny about that is if the democrats could have just controlled themselves when trump got nailed with his documents they could easily keep that narrative but that's kind of why it's a, a, a fuck situation for them because they made such a big deal about these documents that now their guy is in this position and they're trying to be like oh well it's not a big deal it's like yeah but it was when the other guy oh, did play, it, but they'll play, they'll play the whole yeah. But Trump was president, and presidents right. have the authority to declassify or classify anything at will. And Biden was just vice president at the time, and so therefore he's that's 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 the difference. And he's got to go, and Cop Mala will be inserted as. And now we're all uh, doomed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, again, it's but it's, it's, honestly, it doesn't really. I mean, I always kind of say to people, I'm like. The federal government really has no like day-to-day oversight on your life. It's just an entity that oversees. It's like the corporate office to the you know if the states were restaurants, the federal government's a corporate office. It's all it is. Like it, it, it. it I mean, it. I'm not trying to say it doesn't have any um, effect on your life, but like you know, I'm going to be more affected really by what the county does here. You know, doesn't have to. I mean, first of all, the federal government is a what is it a ten mile plot of land. There, uh, the, the District of Columbia. That's like anything federal is confined to that plot of land and, and doesn't go beyond it. It's just again a lot of a lot of authority is assumed or declared. Yes, that I agree and, with hundred you know, percent. I mean, I can sit here and say I have authority over you, and if I say it enough, maybe you might believe it, and maybe I might be able to start playing it off. But if you just keep telling me, no, dude, no, you don't, you don't have authority over me. At some point, I'm gonna I'm gonna go away. You know, you know, what I mean, because 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 you, you, you're not you're not playing along and you're not you're not letting me have authority over you. And so that's why, like, there's so much power in us having the ability to say no, even more powerful than saying no is completely ignoring them. I mean, just ignoring them. I mean, they don't like I, I don't know, man, I've I've never gone to my mailbox and there was never there was never a Jimmy Carter prize for me. There was never a Bush one prize for me, a Bush two prize for me, a Clinton prize for me. Uh, you know, a Barry Sotero prize, uh, stage name Obama. You know, I mean, I mean, all. <laughs> I, right. I, I, yeah, you know, yeah I mean, no, I agree with you, hundred percent. I mean, the only prize I got out of, out of Obama was my job wouldn't let me work over twenty eight hours anymore, and that's kind of when I was like, all right, maybe I need to start paying attention to this stuff a little bit more. But 
you know, I mean, the, that was for me when I'm like, wait a minute, the government is trying to provide me with insurance, but the business has just pivoted around and screwed me even harder now. I'm like, the government is just useless. They can't do anything right. They never will. And they're just, if they ever get involved in something, they're going to screw it up, you know? And, and, and it's, it's in our best interest to just ignore them. Yeah. Just, I, I mean, I mean at, at, at best, those that are still paying attention, you're in an abusive relationship. You're in an abusive relationship and you need to walk away. Um, he doesn't love you anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, he never did and he will always keep cheating on you. So walk away. Just get uh, away. I mean, yeah. run away, really. You should just yeah. run as fast as far as way as, as you can, you know. It, it, it's like I kind of understand – like I don't want to say I understand it, but like I came from uh, Lake County, Illinois, which is the county just above Chicago. Mm-hmm. And if you look at a map, like there's a lot of like little city governments in that county. And I was always under the – so like – Do you remember that show, My Name? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.